To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Tuesday Business with Quinovic, providing a better rental experience for all. Call 0800 Quinovic. Tuesday Business Time, uh, New Zealand Herald Wellington Business Editor Janine Chip Cheney joins me. I'll get my tongue out of my mouth. The Reserve, but good morning, Janine. Hello, how are you doing, Nick? Uh, you know what? I'm having a, a tough old day today, but I'm glad I've got you on. So let's right. go. The Reserve Bank's most controversial COVID-era economic support program ends today. Do you think it's too little too late? Yeah, so this program that we're talking about is the Funding for Lending program. And when COVID-19 came along in late 2020, the Reserve Bank uh, started this program. What what it did was it created money and it lent this money to banks. Um, And the idea was that they thought if they provided banks with, with a lot of liquidity, that might help put downward pressure on interest rates. Back during that time, the Reserve Bank wanted to stimulate the economy, you know, and this was a way of it doing that. It said that it would keep the program in place for two years because the outlook at that time was so bad, it thought that banks would need that support and the economy would need really low interest rates for two years. But as it turned out, we definitely didn't need that much support because now we have inflation. So there were experts in the industry who were saying the Reserve Bank should stop the program Uh, early because it doesn't make sense for it to be printing money at the same time as it's hiking the OCR. But the Reserve Bank said, no, we're not going to do that because we said we'd keep it there for two years and, you know, banks might have made plans around their funding and everything and and it might dent confidence if we go against our word. So that two-year time ends today and uh, that is, is now going to stop. Something, though, that the Reserve Bank has said is that, yeah, sure, we printed money, lent it to banks, but the interest rate the Reserve Bank charges banks is at the official cash rate. So the official cash rate is increasing, which means even though these loans are cheap, um, you know, banks are still paying more for this money because the OCR is going up. What does it change? So basically it removes the source of funding uh, for banks. Banks get their funding for a number of ways, from international uh, money markets and also from term deposits. This was another source that they could rely on. Admittedly, it was a fairly small source, but it, but it does uh, you know remove that option for them. Over the two-year period, banks uh, borrowed $19 billion from, from the scheme. And the, the rule was is that they had to make sure that they didn't take more than what was equivalent to 6% of their loan books. So most banks, the big ones at least, didn't sort of utilise the scheme as, as much as they could. What this means now is that banks need to make sure they have enough funding from other sources. And at the moment, this isn't proving to be a problem. Uh, people are putting money in term deposits because they're getting high interest rates for it. And, you know, even though um, interest rates are going up around the world, there, there is still quite a lot of liquidity in the financial system. So for now, this isn't a problem for banks. Perhaps in six months' time, banks or, or around that, banks might need to work a bit harder to attract deposits, you know, as a source of funding. How does it change things for me and you if we were trying to get a mortgage? Does it make it more difficult because there's not that uh, readily available funds from the Reserve Bank for the banks? 
I don't think it should. I don't think it will. Um, It's kind of an impact at the margins. But as I said, what it might mean is that term deposit rates might go up a bit more further down the track if banks need to work harder to attract funding. You know, they might need to pay you a bit more to put your money in the bank. But there are so many moving parts. And so on the flip side, people are not demanding as much debt at the moment. They don't want mortgages. So banks' funding positions are looking pretty good. How will the banks make money if they can't lend money out? Well, there's always that, um, you know, that pricing issue where they have to look at how much they charge for mortgages and how much they pay for term deposits. Um, and I think at the moment, banks are still, that, that margin is, is still pretty comfortable, pretty good, actually. OK. The Commerce Commission wants building suppliers to be discouraged from offering merchant rebates for selling lots of their products if it's harmful for competition. Jenna, tell us about the Commission's recommendations, because this is about, like, looking after builders and giving them backhanders, really, isn't it? Yeah, so today the Commerce Commission has released uh, the findings of its report, of a study that it's done, taken a year to do this, so it's quite a big report. And this issue of rebates has is, is been a sticking point for some time. So that means if you're a merchant, you might get, um, you know, benefit from rebates from a supplier if you if you get lots of, you know, lots of their supplies. And the ComCom thought that was hampering competition, because it meant that these uh, merchants were, you know, opting to use the suppliers that they basically get a discount from. So that was making it hard for new entrants to come into the market. Now, this has happened for forever. I, you know, how often I've tried to ring my builder and get him to do something, and he says, actually, I'm uh, off to Fiji on a trip from, you know, I want, don't want to mention a merchant, but a merchant might be giving them a free trip away. So they're off. I mean, this has been happening forever. Yeah, yeah. So um, so the Commerce Commission said, well, we're not going to ban this type of thing because this is, you know, you know, there are rebates that are used in a number of sectors. So if you ban it in the building supply sector, then you, have, you, you know, then other sectors will say, well, do you ban it in our sector as well? So they said, we're not going to do that. But they are going to try to encourage um, these suppliers to comply with the Commerce Act, which is being bolstered a little bit to make sure that if they do offer rebates, that these are, you know, compliant with the law. Why do you think? Why do you think the Commerce Commission is so hell bent on it? Because you're right. I mean, I just look at my own industry, liquor industry. If you buy X amount, you're going to get something free, or you do something. There's a trip away. That's just life, isn't it? Well, I guess that these building supplies are are really expensive, and um, you actually make up a large part of our inflation figures as well, and that feeds into the cost of building houses, which we definitely need. So there are actually a number of factors here, and this rebate issue is just one of them. Um, the other issue that the ComCom pointed out was uh, covenants placed on um, on land titles that prevent competitors from basically setting up shops next to each other in the same area. So people will remember in this, this, this happens in the yeah. as well. So that's another area they're looking at. And they said that instead of just looking at uh, the building supply sector, they think the government should look at the use of these covenants across the economy, across different sectors, not because, you know, because this has proven to be an issue with the supermarkets, now with the building supplies, also with petrol stations. So there seems to be a bit of a systemic problem here. Um, yeah. You know, they, yeah. So there are I, don't, of, I can't quite work that out because you, what a gas station buys a site next door to prevent it, another gas station starting, or I mean, it's really a supermarket issue, isn't it? Look, I'm no expert in, in where it's bad. But I do know that in 
in Napier, actually. I don't know if anyone's been to the countdowns in Napier. There are two countdowns literally across the road from each other. And, you know, that can only be because they don't want another supermarket to, to set up in that in that space. Bit wow. of a bizarre situation. Um, yeah, so look, this is a multi-pronged thing here. They also think that there should be more information sharing about building products because if you are a council, you might provide consent um, for the products you know. It's more difficult for the ones you don't know. So if there's a bit more information sharing, that might help. Um, these are some of the things. The government will take a look now and come back in March next year you know, with some feedback on, on what it thinks about these recommendations. Will they do anything? Um, I think they I think they will. I think they'll they'll need to. Um, but the, the positive sign for the government is that actually this morning Fletcher Buildings um, came out and said it's uh, I'll just get this right wording. Fletcher Buildings um, windstone wallboards has moved to remove uh, rebates. That's or, jib. Basically, uh, you're talking about jib, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know, so I think just the fact that this is in the news. There's been this market study. There's a lot of pressure. We've seen a massive player move already uh, on the same day. Okay. Thanks, Janae. Appreciate your time. Uh, it's Tuesday Business with New Zealand Herald Business Editor Janae Chiptraney. Tuesday Business with Quinovic, providing a better rental experience for all. Call 0800 Quinovic. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.